welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we relive your pop culture moments from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I never get through that. No, it's never the same. I never get through that. I'm Zach Mellon, along with... Sloan Steele. And we are here guestless. Yeah, just the two of us. Just the two of us. It is, I mean, for me, it's a dark, cold, rainy New England evening, and I'm so ready to discuss 1997's Batman and Robin. Should we like set this, set the tone for the listeners? So Sloane is in her bedroom. She's in a beautiful, I'm, it's like a chenille, like fleecy robe let's this is an oprah an oprah's favorite gift or oprah's favorite thing is it a barefoot dreams yes (gasps) how did you know because i used to work for nordstrom oh my god yeah so you know the texture of this yeah i know exactly what that's too hot it's never you're you're comfortable you live in miami so you need to not why did you buy that paul bought it for me and he's so sweet he's so sweet but it's like the color of like dishwater Paul, let me let me let me say this because we've had a lot of I know that you you do not identify as any one thing, but we have a lot of gay listeners, gay male listeners that are so obsessed with Paul. And I don't know why. It's like well, he's like a thing. Well, back off. <laughs> There's like a like my a line sexuality of is just Paul. <laughs> it's just Paul. <laughs> It's like he really does do well. I think it's because he's like a hairy zaddy and he's sweet. He just seems like such a calm, calm, nice guy. Um, no. He's like, is he like a monster? Yeah. I mean, we did couples therapy for a while because I really thought during the pandemic that this was going to like turn into the shining in my house. And I was like, someone's going to die here. So it's just because like we're two Scorpios with our Aries sun. It's like a lot of fire in the house. That is a lot. I know. It's like, that's a lot of emotion. That's a lot of emotions. It is. We are in a glass (laughs) case of emotion all time. So, but anyway, yeah, I don't know how we got to the gay thing, but speaking of gay things. Oh yeah. Well, no guys, this movie is (laughs) the gayest movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like this should be in the LGBT like section on Netflix. It really should be. It is. We haven't even told the people what we're doing yet. I, I think I did really quickly. Did I know. We? Should we? Do, I just did really quickly, but I. When yeah. did I hear it? I no. said, yeah. I don't know. I said it was 1997's Batman and Robin. Okay. But so, just so everybody knows, like we had not planned on talking about this movie today. We no, had planned we weren't on talking about Van Helsing. Yes. And Sloan and I watched it. I watched it first, and mm-hmm. I it was weird. And then Sloan watched it, and we had like the exact same reaction. Like it was impossible. For the last like 45 minutes, I was on my phone and I was like, I'll wing it. I don't know. I'll just wing the recording. Like same. I was like, you know what it is, what it is. I at one point I I texted Zach and I was like, I'm not watching the movie. Like I'm not understanding it. I'm just I'm getting the vibes from it. Like I'm just vibing with it. I yeah, couldn't it was watch like, it. I couldn't no, actively look. Me neither. And the thing was, like, I was trying so hard, like with the lens of a podcaster. Like I was like trying to like how we live our life now. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, I was trying to be like, okay, what's sexy about it? Who's hot? But like, no. So Kate, Kate Beckinsale to me is like one of the hottest people. A hundred percent in and this like, movie. In the world. Like she's like so hot and like. So hot. Not in this movie though. Like, no. How did she do that? Paul said it was her eyeliner, but it and was And you know who's not that. hot? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. He has the sexuality of a, of a mop. <laughs> I'd actually Who named him hot. Like, where did he become know. hot? Okay, no, wait. You know what though? I think uh, it's swordfish. Remember swordfish? <clears throat> I do remember swordfish. Was, I th- yeah. I think it's because he has like anybody with broad shoulders and a good head of hair. People are accent. like, yeah, people are like he's hot. So but, like I, my I response to that was like it. no, and my response to that was like if you're a middle aged woman in the Midwest, no, like and which is great for you, but like. You go on your week vacation to New York City to see a show, and Hugh Jackman is in it, and he is your dream. Ugh, you are going back. You to your and the hotel. girls. You and the girls are. You're going to Olive Garden, like the four story Olive Garden in Times Square, yeah. and then y'all are gonna go and see Hugh. Yeah. And you're gonna go back to your hotel room and get very familiar with the shower head. I understand uh-huh. it. It's like a thing. Yeah, because you've got to go back to Don in Oof. Minnesota. And Don he in is Minnesota. Like, he's just like a toasted ravioli and he's got like a man cave. Honestly, I'd rather be with Don than Hugh Jackman. Don has like pinups from 1999. Oh my Playboys, god, like like, like the ones his... that are like really like Vaseline looking. Yeah. Do you want to know something that I've really only told my therapist and probably like a handful of internet people? And then the next 60,000 people who are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the people downloading this episode. <laughs> well, I know my dad's not listening because he already told me that he hates the show. So I can speak, free- speak freely. <laughs> when I was, I don't know what year the Oklahoma City bombing was, oh, but dark. <laughs> gonna get a little darker i was in my dad's bathroom and i was pooping and i was little i was like a little kid and i was looking through a stack of magazines and there was a hustler i opened up the hustler and i was like i don't know what i'm looking at but i know i shouldn't be looking at it but i couldn't Mm -hmm. stop looking at it Mm -hmm. and then my dad like knocked on the door because i'd like been in the bathroom for way too long he came in and i like tried to hide it like hide the hustler underneath like the newspaper which was like the cover of the like oklahoma city bombing had just happened and i ripped the hustler cover while i was trying to shove it in the paper that was your dad's favorite hustler it was my dad's favorite hustler was like so sticky and i just like i I had it was like all this weird sexuality stuff happened at once where it was like i'm naked i'm pooping my dad comes in hustler oklahoma city bombing i'm ripping like it was like that's a score that's when you became a scorpio that is when i decided to become a scorpio (laughs) i honestly don't know what this had to do with hugh jackman how did i get on this tangent it's um it's because denise is no not denise i'm trying to think of her name what's her name no not tom don 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 with his hustlers and his play his playmates yeah yeah Yeah, exactly so anyway we understand why those women love hugh jackman but we do not no, he and the little hat he had in the movie in Van Helsing, it was like the Hogwarts hat where it like yeah, tells you where it was you're like gonna a go. Cowboy like no, wizard it was like hat. a cowboy wizard, pointy and too small, and his hair was like a what side is, part from like the the 2000s. It was it crazy, was very 
very bad. It was now very bad. here's some important points. We're gonna stop talking about this because we like yeah. said we weren't gonna talk about it, but but there are some here are some, here are some important important points that have to do with Sloan and I and this podcast. I was watching this movie and I was like, this music is very reminiscent. And it sounds just like the mummy music. And the director of Van Helsing is the director of the mummy and the mummy returns. So, you know, I was like, he probably used the same composer. I just wanted to prove myself right. So, you know, I go on IMDb and not only did he compose, not only did this composer do Van Helsing and the mummy returns, which we were now going to cover on this podcast, but he also did you guys practical magic which we covered on last week's episode. And not only did we cover it, but we spoke ad nauseum about the music. It's so crazy. Now, should we go what? to the, the next coincidence? You go for it. Okay, then the next coincidence. So Zach was teasing me with like, when you discover this discovery, like it's going to be big time for you. And it took me like, I think I got like two, I think it was like on my third try, I discovered yeah. the discovery. So... The next discovery. Well, Ian had been texting us that he was listening to the music. And then Zach gave me a hint. He was like, you're so close to discovering it. And that was, that was like the escape room clue I needed. I needed it to kind of be fed to me. But then when we were watching Batman and Robin, I I think Paul looked up somewhat. One of us looked up who wrote Batman and Robin. And it is the same. the, The person who wrote Batman and Robin wrote the screenplay for Practical Magic. You guys. Like, what the fuck? How is all of that possible? I know that, like, Hollywood's a small town. But, but were like, there only four people working in 1998? And then, and then, like, 30 years later, they were like, we want to make sure we're covered on this podcast. <laughs> we at the we same need them time. to redeem us all in a row. It's weird. And, guys, if you could see our text messages about what movies we're going to cover, it's so manic. Yeah, uh, It's, it like, is. not... It's so bizarre. Like literally we're texting each other like a movie and then we're like agreeing, then disagreeing, then sending another movie and then agreeing. And then it's like, then we change our mind. It's so there's no, we watched two movies this week and decided to not even talk about the first one. We couldn't. I know a lot of people wanted us to do Van Helsing. And I think those people need to do what we did and watch it again with fresh eyes because it's not, it's like not. You can't discuss it. It's not sexy. It's not good. I don't like that steampunk vibe of like the Victorian, but like with high tech. I don't either. It's. I don't know why steampunk really bothers me. And I don't Uh, mean if if that's your thing, people. It bothers me to such an extent. And I always thought it was because I was like a history person that I just didn't like that. It was so inaccurate. Yeah. I think it might be that machine gun arrow it's just like i don't know i yeah anyway let's get let's it, it reminds me of going to like like a a pub like a like a what are those things called it's not a pub but it's like, like a, a restaurant hipstery. yeah like a his like a, a hipstery thing when it's like the bar stools are like wagon wheels and it's like got like mm-hmm. bolts and edison bulbs yeah the like, edison bulbs mm. oh my god enough i don't want to i don't want to see an edison bulb in the year 2021 i'm done with those i don't I don't want to see them. I They're don't. not for me. All right. You know well, where there isn't an Edison bulb? In Batman and Robin? In Gotham City, guys. <laughs> you guys. Now, this movie is the gayest, horniest <laughs> It's the gayest shit I ever saw. Of all time. Like, if you guys haven't watched it yet, please go back and watch it. I think that before this comes out, we need to tell everyone to make sure to watch it. Because, like, this is the amount of times they used the word dick. And I know that it's his name, but they did it on purpose. I didn't even notice that. 
Oh, I have like he, yeah. It like they, I have so many, I have more notes for this movie than I have for any movie that we've covered. Wait, and I don't mean says, to be stupid, but whose name is Dick? Robin is Dick. Oh my God. You're right. It is yeah. Dick. I remember on my captioning being like, did I just see the word Dick? And then I just yeah. lost over it. All right. So what I always like to do is I want to make sure that everyone knows that we were around 11 years old when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie. I like remember loving it. Yeah. As fully, a kid, fully. George Clooney was 36 years old. Wow. Now, just for fucking reference, I'm 35. I just turned 35. Oh my God. Do <laughs> I look that old? No, you don't. Like, what the fuck? That's like really throwing me. That me too. Me weird. George Clooney has been 50 my entire life. Yeah, he's always been 50. Like, he hasn't aged. And he even like looks 50 now. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. He's always been that age. I know. I think he has an older face because he has like a very strong chin. I get that just really fucked me up last night. I hate when that happens when I'm like, oh my God. Like, and okay, so I he was 36 old? when the movie came out. So when they were filming, he was Oof. probably 35. I want to know how old Elle McPherson was when she was filming that. That's she, the one person I didn't put, but Chris she O'Donnell. looks older now than she did in that. I mean, sorry, she looked older in that movie than she does now. Do you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, she didn't look great in that movie. She did. That was like a weird role for her. It was very strange. She was just sort of like shoehorned in there for absolutely zero reason. It was the first time that um, Batman's love know. interest didn't have a didn't have a main role in a movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Chris O'Donnell and Uma Thurman were both twenty seven years old, and Alicia Silverstone was twenty one years old. Uma Thurman was twenty seven in that movie. Twenty fucking seven. Okay, I have no idea how anybody's supposed to look. So this is what I, I mean, we probably talk about this every time, but like, you are not going to find a 27 year old actress right now who could do such a fucking knockout standout job. Oh my God. You guys, let me just tell you, this is going to be the Uma Thurman hour because that woman carried this movie on her back. She brought her, she, so I read a lot about how everyone in this movie like regretted doing it. Apparently George Clooney is known to be, to refund people when they say that they have seen it. He'll like give the money on the streets because he's so like regretfully did the movie. He says that he like murdered the Batman franchise. <gasps> there were three sequels planned for it that were canned because of how bad it did. Really? Yeah, it did really badly. It was like a, it was like the laughing stock of Hollywood. I love that you do research and I just kind of show up to this. With Listen, my we all have our roles. Yeah. Like I just, I just show up and I just hear what you have to say. It was so the That's crazy. How much money did it make? Joel Schumacher. Is that Joel the, Schumacher? Yeah. He's, so he he's also dead. did Batman Forever, mm-hmm. which was a great movie. It was like critically acclaimed. Everyone loved it. He that also movie did, was critically acclaimed. It was nominated for an Oscar, but I'm not sure for what. <gasps> no, probably, I don't know for probably what for that. best song. I know. Probably for best song. Kissed by a Rose. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's from that, right? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so apparently the the studios were forcing Joel Schumacher to do a toy-like movie so they could market these toys. Okay. So that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. But <clears throat> I think that this movie is actually so brilliant and genius because it had such a comic book vibe and feel. I loved it. I don't it. think people... So me too. Like, And I think if you go into it knowing it's going to be like this cheesy set, like the sets are clearly fake. Yeah. The costumes are so over the top. Guys, the first the first first one minute of the movie, you get "Mm, what are you drinking? That looks so good. Is that a Coke? (laughs) No, it's um Oh, I thought it was a a Coke heavy. 
No. What's a Coke heavy? Like a, like a Marlboro like a, red. It's like a non diet. Like do they call them Coke heavies. I Maybe it's just me. I actually don't drink soda <laughs> ever. I have, I'll have a root beer at five guys three times a week. <laughs> No, I'll have a root beer at Five Guys occasionally. It's so good. Five Guys is so good. <laughs> okay. Can we just take a second to just talk about Five Guys? It's so good. Oh, absolutely. It's so good. And I kind of forget about it a lot. Amazing. It's so good. Every time you, sometimes it's like you don't, you think you don't want it because it's like too heavy. But then when you actually get it, you're like, why don't I get this all the time? My stomach hurts on the way there thinking about how I'm going to feel. I get like yeah. nauseated in the car and yeah. then I go there and I eat. And I feel you better. Feel great. Yeah. I feel great. And I'm like, that was so good. It was so good. And the, you order a small fry and they give you 15,000 fries. Putting you can sing like a Whitney Houston ballad because your throat is so coated in oil. I've, that's it's so thing. smooth. Yeah. You can go to the clubs and just take down, you can just chug dicks that night. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I was guys, guys we're recording at night again. Yeah, this is gonna be a dark time. This movie so we'll was see. just so dick forward that like literally guys, the, the first, first shot. It's the first yeah. minute. It's just it's just rubber dicks and rubber nips in your face. I have, and rubber I, ass. So the that's the thing. So this is so we don't we haven't even met Alicia Silverstone yet. So the no. first minute of the movie, they're when I say close-ups. <laughs> It's literally, it's all you're seeing is their dicks and their ass and their nipples on the screen. And it's like, they're object, they're clearly the rubber, objectifying. It's, it's the rubber costumes. Oh yeah, it's not costumes. there. It's not yeah, there. We, we weren't wish. watching porn, but we wish they, we were. they objectified these actors like on purpose. Yes. It was like and to prove a point. I feel like there were a lot of pr- like points being proven in this movie. What was that proving to us that we wanted to see bad? I think I think so. I think that they were like we're to, like we're not just going to objectify the women in this movie. Yeah, they were like we we're are going to objectify everybody. Everybody gets it. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger's costume had nipples. Did you notice that? I did notice that, and I also noticed that every single male character in that movie that was like a villain or a superhero had a sports cup on the outside of their costume. Yeah, like a nice big cod piece. Yeah, like it was. It was a thing. It was a thing, and like they, it was bizarre. There was a lot of like dick focus. Imagine Batman's making the suit and he's like talking to the tailor and he's like nipples and the tailor's like rub. You want them to see your rubber nipples? The your they're fake. They're fake you, nipples. Yeah. He's like he's 100%. Like, and I want my butt crack to be like emphasized. Very like carved. The butt, the <laughs> yeah, butt like, shot were so good it, to me. I know. It was like so... It was so weird, you guys. I love and now, a butt. I love a butt on a man. Butts like are a little, great. Oh, I love a juicy butt. Like a, yeah, like a, a little apple bottom. Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a beefsteak tomato ass. And this movie, <laughs> that was the thing is like the movie was like, this is the opening shot and it's a rubber ass yeah. and like really loud sound effects. It, <laughs> like, they were really like buckling loud. their belts and like <laughs> zipping up their. <laughs> I'm going to like, I'm going to get that, the sound of that clip. Cause it was so, it was like surround sound of like them. Like it was like metal clanging together. It was, wild. It was manly. It was like, it was so manly. And, and but so, here's the other thing. Wait, but very quickly, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, I know you're a big film buff, but have you ever been on a movie shoot or like a, 
commercial shooter TV shoot before? No. Okay, I have. My mom brought me to the Amistad set in Newport <laughs> because my, co- my cousin was like an assistant producer. So he like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> Amistad is, it's not a funny movie. It's just like, I can't believe. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. What were you going to say? <laughs> I, you actually erased like all memories before you told me you visited the Amistad set as a child. Okay. So I have been involved in productions for different movies and things and TV shows. And the amount of time and effort it takes to set up shots like that of an ass or a nipple, that's a long time to set up that shot. So it's not like a throwaway quick thing. Like that's like 30 minutes to an hour of setup probably to get those those nip shots. That's all oh, I'm going to say. Those were perp. That was like such a, and to do it within the first literal two minutes of the movie. Like Joel Schumacher's like, okay, out the gate, horny as fuck you guys. And that's the thing. So yeah, we see the chest. We're like, okay, whatever. And then they do the button. I'm like, well, that was weird. And then it's Dick. And it's like, why did they just zoom into his crotch? They zoomed in. And it's like, a, <laughs> the, like a, the quickest zoom. It's the closest, quickest zoom you'll ever get. We Okay. It. So that's 10 minutes of that, that we just. But I got to tell you, I love to see like, I love to see a dick through pants. Like years, like five years ago, I feel like that was, there was like that huge movement of gray sweatpants. Yeah. I mean, where, I like, love them. <clears throat> I love that look. I love to see like a swing and meat in a pant. I love it. It just, yeah. I mean, it just feels right to me. And I like that. For, yeah. If it Remember is invisible like- in sweatpants though, then it's like not. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Did you like, ever have like a teacher that had like a huge package and they would like put their foot up like on the desk and just like have like their package in your face, like big balls? I I was like never I was never harassed that way in school, okay. I guess. I guess <laughs> Okay. So you weren't assaulted as a child, is what you're trying to Not in you? school, um, or in general. Like I shouldn't say that in general. I don't have but I don't this <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. You never I'm just like I feel like I had a lot of teachers that would like really like thrust their <laughs> where balls was in my face. Where was was this in Miami? Yeah, this is in Miami in a private okay. school. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should. They um... have been fired actually. Since... Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm seeing now that's not like a normal thing. But yeah, some, some guys just have you some... know some teachers just have big penises and they walk around well, with their big are penises people too. Yeah, you can't like. What if you John Ham was your it. teacher and he wore khakis? I know. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. okay. Anyway, let's go to and the notes. I, the thing is, like, that's not the end of the dick talk because no. now, did you know. notice that giant dick rocket breaking through the glass ceiling? Like, what the fuck was that? I said that this is the most phallic movie I've ever seen in my whole life. So now, guys, that was within the, I think, first 10 minutes of the movie. So mm-hmm. not only do we get the close-ups, but mm-hmm. I wrote Dick Rocket breaking through glass ceiling. What does that actually mean? Right after I wrote, this is the most phallic <laughs> movie ever, I wrote, this is how you make a fucking movie. So. It, honestly, and I thought that I was going to be like kind of bored, but I was never bored this whole movie. No, I was excited the whole movie. I have a question. Who builds the Batcave? Like, do you just get like any? There's a lot of holes in the plot. And I think that, like, and how about like when Batgirl, like Alicia Silverstone, like breaks into the Batcave and the 
security lasers. system is just Alfred going intruder alert, <laughs> intruder alert. And like, like, that's it. I knew you would come here. So that yeah, is like, why I made this recording. And she like can talk to it. <laughs> uh, and he's like dying. What was up with like the Alfred dying on his deathbed the whole movie? Okay. Who, okay. who like said that that was like how, like what this movie should be about? Because they had not Munchausen, like, McGregor's. They had to tie in the McGregor's syndrome. Okay. That's not, I've been talking about Munchausen syndrome all day. It's so the fact really that you just accidentally so said that is weird. Yeah. Why do you have it? Are you giving it to someone? Or? No, I'm not going to say this, who I On think has air. it. Okay. Because, yeah, but. Somebody has it. Someone who has it, yeah. I definitely have had it in the past to like get out of things. There's, oh, that's not it. That's not Munchausen. Okay. I'm not like writing a book like Yolanda Foster, believe me. No, yeah. I mean, everyone's I been sick that. to get out of something. Zach, one time I pretended to break my finger to get Mm -hmm. out of a work shift. And I then came in. I didn't think about the long lasting effects of the lie. I then had to wear a fake splint and like Mm -hmm. thing on my hand for six weeks to work. Oh yeah. So that was not, I didn't, that was not a good lie. I've made things up um, like to go home and poop, like in the privacy of my own home. That's I understand that hundred percent. Yeah. You don't want to poop in the middle of your store. It just depends. It depends. It like depends on the poop. the poop. If it's if I need like 15 minutes of total privacy and comfort, then like I'm gonna go home. I've never been one of those people who's just like in and out. Like I want to just luxuriate. Yeah. I want to take Do you my think time. that anyone's turning off the podcast right now because poop no. is disgusting? No, I think pe- people love to talk about poop. Are you kidding I me? Know. We I could know. do a whole podcast about different kinds of poop. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. So um, anyway, back to our notes. <laughs> no one poops so, in this movie. <laughs> I wrote high-tech gadgets, rollerblading henchmen. Rollerblading, ice skating, and rollerblading. They were, they, oh yeah, were they? I, they were rollerblading, right? But with hockey sticks? I believe that's called ice skating. <laughs> I believe that's called no. hockey. Yeah, but street hockey. Wait, which? Okay, sorry. There's a few of these scenes. Which, <laughs> which rollerblading hockey scene are you referring to? The first one in the bank with the diamonds, or yeah, the one at the end, the one at the beginning. Yeah, that was the ground was frozen, so they were ice skating because oh. that. Remember, Batman and Robin also have ice skates that pop out of their feet, which is like, oh my god, you're be right. A feature of the bat suit is like we might need to ice skate. <laughs> And they did like a weird, like gay dance click of their heels at the same time (laughs) to get them out. They did click their heels together. And then they were like, we're ready girls. And they were like a five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) But then that scene got so weird because it's like, they also brought hockey sticks to this fight. Oh yeah, obviously. So that's what I appreciated. I like really appreciated this movie because they didn't care. They were like, it was like, I think I wrote, it's like watching a high school play. It was a lot like that. They were like, I wrote it's purposely fake. It's like a high school play. More, just do more and more. And And also, like Arnold's lines where it's like, hit me, boys. Like, stay cool, bird boy. You mean Arnold's lines that were literally just ice puns the entire movie? There were 37 of them. I looked it up. Okay. Thank you so much because I meant to do that. And then mm-hmm. my life got in the way. Yeah. Um, okay. 37 ice puns. Every single thing he says is a pun. I'm going to, I want to insert like a super cut. Let's kick some ice. 
Show some mercy. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. No! All right, everyone. Chill. It's a cold town. Cool party. <laughs> you are not sending me to the cooler. Freeze well. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Chill to perfection. Revenge is a dish best of cold. Winter has come at last. So that's not the only thing that, like, literary thing. There was a million alliterations, and let me list them for you. Please. Garden Girl, Bird Boy, Frost Face, Bird Brain, Big Bad Bat, Botanical Butt. Like, there were so many. That's what he calls, uh, Mr. Free says he's going to kick Poison Ivy's botanical butt. Okay, that makes sense. That tracks. It's just like so many alliterations. I love alliteration though. Me too. And so does like whoever wrote this. I'm assuming it was Joel Schumacher. I'm assuming it was God himself who came (laughs) down to give us this movie. So I also said like, I would love, before we like really get into Poison Ivy because she's. That's going to be the rest of the show. So who I said, imagine seeing, okay, wait, no. First of all, Alfred keeps calling Robin Master Dick. Okay. Why did I not ever notice that he was calling him Master Dick? He kept being like Master Dick. I know. And I'm so telling you, it was on purpose. Like it was on purpose. So then I would have loved to have seen Poison Ivy and Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. Me too. We who should rescue be, her. So pick someone who would play her in those movies. I already have one. They would probably give it to fucking Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> well, they would give it to Jennifer Lawrence, but I picked Jessica Chastain. Oh my God, Zach. That's such good casting. Wouldn't she be? So imagine her and like Anne Hathaway fighting each other and those oh cat suits. Well, because the, the thing about Jessica Chastain is she has the most beautiful decolletage and they would shove it up so high and it just would just like be Dorit. that creamy, just like Dorit's <laughs> two just bulbous floaters. But like Jessica Chastain's skin is like, like, like milk, like it's a bowl of cream. Milky freckles. Yeah. Oh God. She is <sighs> fucking so people have told me that they don't think she's sexy. And I'm like, okay, that's you ridiculous. Are, like she's... you don't have any taste. Yeah. That's she's, ridiculous. She's stunning. I will, I will say I can see how people think she's a handsome woman. Because she's got a strong jaw. Yeah, she does. Yeah, there's something like like a Marsha Gay, like a Marsha Gay Harden is a handsome Ooh, woman. Another fucking sexy. I Ooh. I would love get me in a room with Marsha Gay Harden. I would love Marsha Gay Harden. You can cancel to be the like, gay right out of that one. I just feel like she could be like I want to have like an older, younger May December romance with her, where she mm-hmm. like shows me the ropes of being a lesbian. I mean, that's just wow. what that's just what I want. That is. And I want it to be her character from Whiplash, where she wears her postal service outfit. <sighs> I have like a okay, wow, this really, okay, okay, <laughs> more like Marsha Gay Hardon. Um, <sighs> okay, well, that's the name of our episode, and people are gonna be like, "Wait, is she in this movie? <laughs> she's no, our she's guest. not. She's our guest." And now we're bringing and out introducing. <laughs> we get a cameo by none other none other than talk about hot Vivica Fox. <sighs> Do you know her character name? I mean, is it Icy something? It's Miss Behaven. (laughs) Miss, the letter B, Haven. 
her. No. Okay. So here's the thing. Everybody in that room is being forced to sing. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Which if you were on TikTok like two years ago or a year and a half ago for Christmas time, there was like a big makeup challenge. And that song like oh. haunts me because I saw like so many videos of that. Anyway, yeah. all of the hockey guys that are wearing like polar bear skins yeah. are shivering. And Vivica. Misbehaven. Misbehaven. Another drag up. name great drag name she walks up and she's just wearing like a little vinyl see-through robe gorgeous yes so hot like so short with like icicle eyelashes and also why is she there if he's not fucking her what's her purpose she's just like his hot secretary i think she's just like we need some more rollerblades for the boys type 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 yeah she's like what size do you need honey Okay, that's yeah. that. Then that tracks because she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she wants like fuck freeze so badly. But like, oh, if you yeah. fuck they all freeze, do. they all do. But it's like, wouldn't his dick just be like a big icicle that would hurt you? Also, like he is not. I don't know. I mean, like, he didn't do it for me. The men in wise. this movie. I felt like the men in this movie were like really like. I think I used the word disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they were just kind of like duds. George, so George Clooney hated making this movie and you can see, you can like tell that he hated making this movie. Everybody, everybody. And I think you said this, which I agree with. Everyone hated being there except for Uma. Uma loved it. And Alicia. Alicia is like, she always has that sort of just like lost puppy dog look. Yeah. Where she's She's like like, "Mm." so beautiful. Like. She is so stunningly beautiful. When she was giving like such baby one more time energy in that outfit. Oh my God. Okay. I have to, I have to talk about this outfit, which once I saw the end of the movie, it made more sense. But I wrote down, I'm like, did this bitch really just fly across the ocean in her schoolgirl outfit? There was a lot of the logistics that didn't make sense because her mother is Alfred's sister. So the picture of her mother on Alfred's desk is Gloria Stewart from Titanic. Is it really? Yeah. Who that movie came out that same year and that woman was like 90. None so of that why makes are they, any sense. And she was like 17 in that movie. So like, where is the I don't understand any of that? There was it, a lot none of, of it made sense. A lot of things that I mean, listen, obviously <clears throat> Sorry, a lot of everybody. things in this. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. You just have like a little Yeah, shut up. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got my first vaccine shot. What did so you get? I'm just I got Pfizer. Thank God. We're yeah, so chic. I know. My sister got Johnson and Johnson, so she'll probably be like something. One will of happen. My, I know, like my best friend got it. She's like terrified. I mean, that's what happens when you get a shot that's meant for, you know, not people like us, people like podcast hosts. Yes. Podcast well, yeah, hosts like, got Pfizer. No, that was actually I when I walked in, I was like podcast host, and they were like, and they're oh, like right rope. here. They opened a velvet rope and like let me <laughs> right here, sir. And then they and just it was kicked in a, you into a trash dump. Okay, guys, it was in like the I honestly shouldn't make fun, but like the CVS that I had to go to for this, Oof. I had never been to this part of like it was dark but it anyway. was a dark a dark place i went for my vaccine <clears throat> to a place called cvs emos <clears throat> very mysterious and i don't more. know I, yeah but i don't know what the more was it was just you, a cvs so then did you have to like sit in the greeting card aisle i had to sit in the greeting card aisle for 15 minutes <laughs> on the floor no because, there were chairs but oh, it was no, like, no. weird I had to sit on the floor. And then when you're sitting there for the 15 minutes, you're feeling every feeling in your body. And you're like, is that okay? Is that like, so what? And then when they ask you if you're okay, you're almost like, I, I don't know. I can like, I had a tickle on my finger. Like, what is that? It's <laughs> you're like, like, like <laughs> you're like, I can feel my hair. What does that mean? 
<laughs> literally every single sensation I was driving home. I'm like, breathe, right. I can breathe. This is how I breathe. Normally this is the my whole breathing day. pattern. Yeah. Then the whole day I was like, Oh, I, I might be dying, but you're fine. You're going to be fine. fine. I'm fine now. It's been days. Okay. okay so perfect. back to Alicia Silverstone who, so I think Alicia Silverstone and Uma Thurman saved this movie, not yeah. saved it. It was a great movie, but I just mean like they like, there was a fight scene between them at the end that was so Evelyn and Anaxuna Moon vibes. Oh my God, it was because Poison Ivy just like couldn't fight. I mean, she was like, I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But then she's like, that's why I got my boy Bane. Come here, Bane, baby. Sometimes she would be like a Southern belle. And then other times she would have like this, as Sloan called it, a transcontinental accent, which is so true. It was Okay, so bizarre. there's a 30s. So what's up with like the 30s vibe, but with the, in the modern day with all of these Batman movies? So like- I don't know. They speak in a transcontinental accent. The cars are 1930s cars. Yeah. And, but they've got like internet and computers and like five inch heels and like- they just love that aesthetic. They, it's like yeah. they it's just like the steampunk of the nineties. I was just gonna say the exact same thing. It really <laughs> was because remember Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like loved that. Which like like Dick Tracy was huge. Remember? Yeah, like, they just like loved that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you? Hey, Batman's here. Give me a dame. Legs to kill for. No. Wow. If you guys need us for any voiceover work, um, <laughs> we're booked. We'll tell you where to find us at the we're, end. We're fully booked. <laughs> um, okay, so Uma Thurman, she, I wrote in my notes, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy walked so Greta Thunberg could sail. In the 90s, we were so convinced you had, you didn't even need to do it. Like we were convinced that Poison Ivy was a villain and that yes. George Clooney as Batman was the hero and mm-hmm. that it, nothing else mattered. Nothing else mattered. Poison but Ivy guys, villain. <laughs> as a 35 year old liberal. No wrong. The hero of this film. All she wanted to do was literally save the earth. She had like a five point presentation to show to Batman or Bruce Wayne. And he was like, oh, okay, woman. He's like, our investors aren't going to okay. like this. Like he literally was like, okay, you can like at me. You can like talk to my, talk like, to Gertie. <laughs> talk yeah, to he's Gertie. Like, me. And <laughs> yeah, it was like, just like, so it was like, so clear. Why do you think that they were smart? Do you think that they knew they were, what they were doing with the movie? No, I think they thought she was the villain too. I don't know because oh like to God. write, because like to write that, I mean, okay. She did give us like kind of annoying vegan vibes. Like when somebody totally, goes but, vegan, but, but we like, need those extreme liberals to like. We do, and I I wonder if the writer of the movie was like, I'm gonna play up her like Mother Nature Savior thing, yeah. And then like they did kind of like corrupt her Mother Nature Savior thing, so like they they tried. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, and one of my lovely followers, who she's my follower, says that I have mentioned her like four times on this episode. And it's only because she just comes to me with like nothing but straight fire facts. She was like, she was like Uma Thurman literally walks on men's backs. Like she walked across a row of men during her entrance into the ball. Like Uma Thurman was the fucking queen of this film. I wrote something like she came and knew what she was doing. Uma knew what she needed to do in this movie and she did it. Like she really did. The accent, the hand movements, like her like her saunter. It was her, like Nicole Kidman uh, down the dark hallway. I don't know how familiar you are with every single show on Bravo. Do you remember a show called Gallery Girls? I remember it, but I like I don't remember anything 
about it, but I remember the show. Okay. So I went to school with two of the gallery girls, elementary school and middle school. One of the girls on gallery girls, her name is Liz Margulies and she is very gorgeous. She's an art collector. Like in fifth grade, she showed up on Halloween at school in a head to toe, completely like she borrowed it from Uma Thurman herself, accurate poison Ivy in the green jumpsuit with like the sort of collar and the two red horns and the, the thigh high green patent leather boots. She came in fifth grade in that outfit, head to toe on fucking Halloween. And I was everywhere. I swear to God, every single person went through puberty. Every single person went through puberty. I mean, everybody was was a gallery girl. She was a gallery girl. We were gagging for it. The only thing that was like more groundbreaking was when, and we're going to get to this movie eventually, when there were a bunch of bedazzled devil girls, like the cool girls did like a bedazzled devil thing. Anyway. It was just all of Uma's costumes in this film were oh, each one better than the next. No, like Uma was like the showcase character, I feel. I, like. and then, okay, I so I wrote her. Alicia and Uma knew what the fuck they were doing in this movie. And I feel like that. Was, so Alicia, I think, knew that this was like she didn't. She obviously did Clueless. It was a big deal. But then this movie, I think she was like, this is my summer blockbuster. Yeah. And I think that she came with her A-game, even though like Alicia's A-game is very blasé, which I like about her. Yeah. She's like, "Mm, I'm here. I'm going to show up. I'm going to do like a little face. My hair is so feathery and blonde. How is her hair like that? It was the 90s. But like, oh God, it's like the way she like has that like swoop in the front. It's just like weird. Her lips are so fucking beautiful. I know. (laughs) They're like legit DSL. Like that's where DSL came from is her And then guys, when they did, when she put on her Batgirl costume, they did the exact same thing to her that they They did to the men in the beginning. So it was like tits, ass, vagina, like. And like Alfred was like, I really want to showcase my niece's tits. (laughs) (laughs) Like. (laughs) <laughs> that is... wait till you see the picture i'm gonna post oh my god when, when it's time to release when this. it's time when it's time in um, all in due time the plot doesn't matter of this film the plot is the like... plot doesn't matter they're just obviously batman's trying to defeat villains from like destroying gotham like and batman story. just like i'm really sorry to say this because like i, I I've, I've seen every batman film like i like the batman films he is such a boring character i i was Sloan, I was just going to say the point of Batman is not Batman. It's the it's, it's the characters around Batman. Yeah. And it's like they cast Batman based on lips and chin. Which actor has hot lips and hot chin? Which Where is she? <laughs> Michael Keaton seems like a weird choice of like lips and Michael chin. Michael Keaton seems like a weird choice. I just think so if you think about it even like the new Batman movies, it's like the, like the, like Joker was like way more important to those oh movies than Heath Ledger. Are you kidding me? I just actually he was in his 20s. I just rewatched the Heath Ledger scene where he's like being interrogated for the first time, like in the police station. Yeah. And he's doing like that really like creepy like lip like he like licks oh, and his it's lips like, a lot. It's, like, like, it's like when you have like white in the corner of your mouth. Oh, stop. It's a, when I wear my mask all day at work and I go for lunch and I have to like wipe my mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> I was talking to somebody at my son's school today and I was like I don't know why I was like breathing so heavy. All I had to do was walk across the parking lot. So I was obviously winded and I was like sucking my mask into my mouth. And when I got back into my car, there was a wet spot (laughs) 
And I've never been so embarrassed. This woman hasn't seen me for a year and she like sees me today. I'm wearing an oil splattered Jackson Maine from a star is born, like fake band t-shirt leggings that don't fit me. Cause I'm so chunky. I'm 30 pounds overweight with this, like this wet mouth breather, breather mask. And I'm like, how are you doing? I just saw a car accident. <laughs> like literally she was like, I have to, I have to go. <laughs> Everything to eat. She's <laughs> like, you're gonna finish that burrito in there. She didn't have a burrito. She she looked great. She looked beautiful. And I was just like, I got like dandruff falling in my mouth. Oh my god, it was a mess. But when you get back to your car and your mask is wet, because you're you live in Miami though. I know, but I was also just like salivating like so much. <laughs> like what was happening? Those egg muffins will do it for you. But anyway, oh, that sounds so good right now. I'm so okay. Angry. So what we were talking about is the Joker. <laughs> okay. so anyway, the point of Batman is never Batman. It's the people it's who are not. in the Batman movies. It's like Anne Hathaway is Catwoman. That's like, I don't like love Anne Hathaway. And I'm sorry if that offends anybody. I did think that she was amazing. I thought that she was so good in Brokeback Mountain and real. And like, I thought that she was so hot in The Dark Knight Rises. She was hot. So I think hot. she's sexy. I know that that I, I, I'm, I think I'm she can an be Anne sexy. Hathaway apologist. I'm an Anne, I'm an Anne Hathaway apologist, a Dorit apologist. I picked the wrong I am, team. I am not going to apologize for liking Dorit. I love Dorit at so all. Much. And if she's listening, Dorit, if you're listening, we want to hang out with you. Dorit. Dorit, we do anything to be your friend. We do. I, I would wear Except your ugly for a cameo. <laughs> No, well, not pay for a cameo, and I will not wear your ugly bathing suits, but I will want one Bubblish. named after me. Bubblish. Bubba, did, you, did, you feed, did you feed the kids today? PK, PK, we forgot to feed the kids again. Jaggy, Baba. Honestly, speaking of transatlantic accents, Dorit's Bubba. accent. Okay, we Why can't. Why did we get here? Okay, anyway, guys, we're probably going to do know. some sort of housewives project in the future. We have to. Like, there's too much to discuss. There's too much to talk about. But... Oh, Coolio. I want to talk about Coolio. <gasps> Coolio saying rolling with the homies, which was huge and clueless, which had Alicia Silverstone in it. Rolling with the homie. If okay. you want us to do clueless, just inbox. Yeah, when we um, can just talk about it, <laughs> we don't even have to watch that. Once, since we're on Coolio, I want to briefly talk about the scene reminded yeah. me and had the same energy as I know what in one say. of you what? say it. No, no, it. I want to know what you want. Why are know you going to you... talk about Fast and Furious? No, but close. Oh, I was going to okay, talk about. Okay. I was actually going to talk about Charlie's Angels. Same thing. Okay, so when I Pink, knew it, guys. I mean, you were almost there mm. when Pink does her cameo in Charlie's Angels and it's like at the dirt bike race. Yeah. That was like the same energy to me. And I just like love, I love a pre-race vibe where everybody's I do tough too. It's talking. Like, yeah. And everyone's like hanging out. Yeah. Who there's like open drugs. It's like the groups that they had there. It was like a bunch of men in like Mozart wigs. And then it and was like, well, how about the gang members in like day glow face paint? Yeah. There was a lot of face paint. A, there, the city has a lot of projections like the oh, evil yeah. people like, like to project their images on the wall. You do not like, live in Gotham if you have epilepsy. I wrote in my notes, I go, why would anybody live in Gotham? It seems very undesirable. It's, it seems expensive, 
unkempt and fucking insane and violent as fuck. So it, I think violent. that it's based off of like New York City, but like in the seventies or eighties, where like nobody wanted to live there back then. Oh yeah. Also, that like makes I sense. have like I get like um triggered with like um erratic like environments or like unpredictable environments and I kept being like I would I kept feeling like I would hate to be there like the villains or like the gang members are so like uh, uh, and like they're like uh, what are you doing here and it's like mm-hmm. so erratic and unpredictable that I it's like is that me. why you also didn't like Van Helsing because the weather kept changing in every scene oh my god it's so unpredictable like <laughs> get a grip of what was I, happening yeah like I can't be around people who are like so drunk that they're like so wild it like triggers me i had a roommate that used to get so drunk and take her adhd medicine that she would literally foam at the mouth and i would have to pick her up from like whatever party she was foaming at and it was like literally like it looked like alka-seltzer was coming out of her mouth and yeah i would always be like she's probably gonna die tonight but I got to, I At have least to go you to did your due, due diligence. Not really. I was just like, okay, best of luck to you. Bye. See you in the morning. Maybe, maybe, maybe. who knows? Um, yeah, no, the scenes were all very erratic, chaotic. Joel Schumacher loves like a neon moment, like neon lights, neon paint, neon yeah. it up. It wasn't like that in Batman forever, which no. I, act- okay. So want to know something weird? Yeah. Always. I watch, sorry, I'm burping up the mcdonald's that i wolfed it down before this um, oh lucky wish i could smell it i know it's wish i could <laughs> they smell your my burps. order though Ew, what did they give you they gave me the same order but instead of a 10 piece chicken nugget they only gave me a six piece and they were like you're fat ass take you don't need the fucking extra 10 four <gasps> nuggets that's so mean With, and i asked for sweet and sour and they gave me barbecue okay that's so if you're listening taunton avenue mcdonald's you have to answer to Zach, the Mummy Dearest podcast now, and all of the listeners. So I think that we them. should get some free, some free swag. I think sponsored by McDonald's. Run by the McDonald's. <laughs> we're loving it. Well, we're not loving it tonight, but mm-hmm. we're loving it. I um, really, I really can't imagine like ordering McDonald's and them not giving me sweet and sour sauce. It's like that's so fucking rude. Barbecue is not the same Wendy's? thing. Have you ever had Wendy's sweet and sour sauce? No. Is it good or is it dark? It is the best sweet. I've contemplated going to Wendy's just to get the sweet and sour sauce. Okay. And then going to McDonald's to get the nuggets. Okay. I have a Wendy's on the corner of my house and then I have a McDonald's. Like like, on the the corner of your house? (laughs) Yes. I live in the Richie Rich um, house and instead of a McDonald's, I have a Wendy's. So (laughs) it's like the poorie poor house. But I have a Wendy's down the street. So like, should I go and get the sweet and yeah. sour sauce and report back? So you might have to like get, oh, right now for sure. Yeah. It's got like I'm a zing. It's like got like a little kick. Ooh. I know there's did like you, pepper flakes in it. Did you ever like beg your mom to take you to McDonald's when Mulan came out and be like, mom, ask for Szechuan sauce. Ask for Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. I never even, no, I was like such as a child and like kind of still now I have a very, um, basic palette. Okay. Like a and baby palette. Like a baby little palette. I mean, like not as much now, but like, it's still pretty baby palette. Like I'm not going to order chicken fingers in Italy, but like, well, you I'll could order like pasta. a chicken Milanese yeah. <laughs> and just cut it in the strips. Um, but I have like a pretty basic palette. So I would never want shesh yeah. shash. Um, you told me that you order an off menu item at McDonald's and it ended up just being 
a hamburger bun with a slice of cheese in the middle and you call it, it a, grilled, a cheese. grilled cheese. So but do they um, grill it? They take two, they take the hamburger bun and they flip it inside out and they put two slices of cheese in it. And then they like, yeah, they grill it. I get, I don't know. It's like, yeah. How did grilled. you, how did you get this? Because as a child, so I don't know if this is like normal. I don't know if it's just my McDonald's because like, they're like, here's the fucking guy who wears grilled cheeses again. Yeah. Have he's it back. ready. Like have the grilled cheeses. Well, just the throw them Zach, out as that's he Zach from by. the Mummy Dearest podcast <laughs> to get his, get his cheese They ready. just throw them in my car as I drive by. Perfect. Or else Perfect. like I flip out. It's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> you go in and you just start like trashing the place. And guys, like it's on it's probably like disgusting, but for some reason there's like this chemically plastic taste to it that's just like so delicious i understand we're kids of the 90s everything we ate was plastic or came in plastic like a squeeze it do you remember those yes of course we would like twist off this like sharp plastic and cut your tongue open and just like part of the fun and it was like guzzle it was just it was red dye with sugar and a little drop of water and you would just be like mom get this for me yeah fuck yeah and then like you're just like washing it down with gushers and you're just like stick yeah. stickly stick stickly what are you gonna pick for me today you, oh yeah. salute your shorts yeah oh yeah camp on a wanna we hold, we hold you, you in, in our, our hearts. hearts and when we think about you it makes us wanna fart okay anyway Ooh. nobody's are i know this got dark um everybody's gone so it's just the zach and slow hour now back to batman um Take the music was so nostalgic for me like that like the brass instruments being like and i couldn't find like there's no you can't listen to that music like on apple music or anything are you talking about like the when they're at the party and it's like no that's like <laughs> that's like ska <laughs> i have to tell you Ska and reggae make me so upset. <laughs> like I can't. It triggers Lulis me. is filled with ska music. Oh my god, no, no. Are you? I'm okay. Hold on, I'm gonna like spiral for like two seconds, guys. That's fine. Did you have you read Emma? Yes. Okay. Have you seen the newest movie? No. Emma? No. Do you like those types of movies? Yes. Oh, you should really watch this movie. Okay. Anyway, guys, I'm sorry, everybody. Is there a um, lot of, there's a lot of ska in there? No, but it made me, no, but when you watch this new Emma, like paired with Clueless, it's so, cause you know that Clueless is Emma. Yes. Yeah. So it's like when you watch it and you make the comparisons, it's just very well done. Is it like they use like modern music, like a Marie Antoinette kind of thing? It's like, some of it's orchestral and then some of it's like modern folk music. So it sounds old, okay. Okay. But, with, but it's like got a new vibe. Okay. I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, I'll watch it. If you make me the costumes and the cinematography and like the actors are so cute. Okay. I'm it's sold. So I'll fall asleep yeah. to it. I watched, I watched it like five times during lockdown. Oh my God. You had like a really tough lockdown. It sounds amazing, but like I was mentally, I said this to my friends, you know, the quail or like the pheasant and Bambi when she's like panicking in the thicket. Yeah. That was me like all of lockdown. I mean, were you just alone in your apartment? I was alone in my apartment. No, I literally would walk to my friend's house. She lives two and a half miles away. And like, sometimes I would walk to her house and I would just like hang out in like the backyard and like, but we couldn't be near each other. It was like back when we thought that we would all die if we like saw each other. (laughs) (laughs) 
that was a really that dark was time. so dark for me and then it quickly once the sun anyway guys we all went through the same thing you don't need to hear my experience um <laughs> One white man tells you the brave uh, yeah, tale like of his one lockdown. White man, one privileged white man tells you in a world of COVID. <laughs> Your plants, by man, the way, are absolutely thriving though. So they did have a good, a good COVID. So much. I didn't know it was that close. Um, it seems to be creeping up on you. It's probably, if I showed you a picture of what this looked like a year ago, like there's something wrong with it. It's like, there's are you, something weird. Are you using plant fertilizer? Are you, no. Are you poison I'm ivy? I'm barely watering it. Okay, you're poison ivy. I don't know what's happening. Can we talk about poison ivy's lair for a second? The making of the lair was amazing. <laughs> so she goes in with Bane and she's like, Bane, baby, let's make this place a little more homey. She's like Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> she's like, clear this out and put in some, uh, what's it called? Clapboard. Nope, that's not it. No. <laughs> Shipboard. 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 No. Bane. Bane. Bane, baby. Let's clear out this kitchen and put in some open shelving and shiplap. She's like, let's dry cursive on this wall that says home is where the wine is. Home is where the plants flourish. Okay. It's coffee time somewhere. (laughs) My lips are poisoned, but my... My pies are She's a housewife. (laughs) This is the worst improv I've ever heard. If she were a housewife. (laughs) If she were a housewife. Her, but honestly, like the vibe of that fucking lair was so goddamn cool and sexy. Like if I was a stripper, I would like do a whole Poison Ivy set and I would want like pink light. The strip clubs in Providence don't, they can't afford that. They can. They don't have the production value that I personally need, but I would want to do like a Dita Von Teese, like sexy, like I'm like covered in vines and it's just like a like, cabrulesque. Yes, exactly. I just want that for me personally. It's like my fantasy. Yeah, Marcia, no doubt. Marcia Gay Harden can be there. She watching. comes out with like nipple tassels. I think she's, but she's wearing like a fedora. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and like a, she's wearing a pinstripe vest and a fedora and like a trouser, like an editor pant from Express. And, okay. Sorry. Oh my God. This is <laughs> I got to get the fuck out of here. So fucking detailed. Wow. You guys. Um, I mean, I've never thought of this before. <laughs> I don't have Marsha Gay Harden fanfic. You know who you just described was Britney Spears in the Me Against the Music video. Okay. That is exactly the outfit I want Marsha Gay Harden in. <laughs> with a, with a while, men's like under tank. Yes. While I like writhe on her as Poison Ivy. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to need to go to the Times Square Marriott and spend some time with a shower head a little bit later, if you know what I mean. Okay, let's okay, keep going. Wait. Um, Mr. Freeze, so another dick um, reference is when Mr. Freeze says, you see, it is the size of your gun that matters. It, that's like the most sensical. So he dick shames everybody. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to be packing heat, right? I would imagine. Do you know how much money he made for this film? $25 million. <laughs> and he he couldn't even, he, he could barely, barely utter a line. For $25 he like million. Dollars, he was the big name. Like, who are all these people then? They were going to have, um they were going to have Hulk Hogan do 
Mr. Freeze. Oh, that would have been Arnold, so gross. He'd be like, it's cold time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting chilly in here, brother. Look at my nips. <laughs> well, his, yeah, you would have looked at his nips. Oh, my God. What um, do you think Brooke Hogan's doing right now? Um, She's singing, they don't know about us. That's actually true. They, it's like because she sees our lips moving, but we, but like she doesn't hear nothing because oh they God. don't know nothing about us. Brooke Hogan, what a sad. Do you think her dad fucked her? Someone fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I have a freeze line that I need explained to me because okay. up until this point, everything had been like winter's coming. Yeah. Oh. It's cold. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a cold day in hell. Yeah. And then he says, if revenge is a dish best served cold, then put on your Sunday finest. And I was like, I don't know what that that meant. What does that mean? What does it what does it mean? Nothing made sense in the movie. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. Oh, I wrote here. I really liked this when they're in Arkham Asylum, which, by the way, I love Arkham Asylum. Like, that's like my favorite. Like, I've like, always wanted oh, to go there. I know. Me, too. I want to go. Yeah. I want to be committed there. I think yeah. if we try hard enough, if we do yeah. like one more episode, they will put us there. Yeah. Um. But in the like storage room or like the evidence room, they had the Riddler suit and yeah, Two Faces suit. I love that little. Like, yeah. So I cute. had recently I watched Batman Forever like two nights before I watched Batman and Robin. You did just for fun. Yeah. Well, just because I like wanted to watch like the you know the lineup. Yeah. Who did you like more, Val Kilmer? Or who's your favorite Batman? I don't want to do Christopher well, Nolan. I want to do like the oh, old Batman. Okay, then it's Val Kilmer. Why? I don't know. I think because I think he's the most attractive he's at the so time. At the time, though, have you seen him recently? I know, poor Bubba, poor Bubba. There was a movie that came out a few years ago with Michael Fassbender. I what mean, movie? If you want to talk about hot? Michael Fassbender is so fucking hot. Like, I don't. I don't even understand. That's like the first like male actor that I was like, oh no, I actually think he's hot. Like it was, you know what I mean? Like that was, I was like, oh no, that's like real. He like makes me like sweat when I see him. Do you I'm know what I mean? sweating now that we're talking about it. I just like when he walks out with his dick out and shame, I'm just like, oh. Well, that, talk about shame. Oh, that's a great film. Great little romp. That is like the, like dicks aside, that's like one of my favorite films. It's a great movie. So good. Cut, but the dicks do but add a lot to it. It's anyway. the biggest one. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Neither here nor there. That was a Whoa. soft dick. You okay. know what, though? It probably doesn't get much bigger when it's hard. Let's ask Alicia Vikander. I love her, too. Like, so much. They're okay, so guys. lucky they just get to fuck each other. Can okay. you, like, a mat? All right. No. I can't imagine being, mm. like, so hot and just being, like... No. Look how look how hot I am, and like look how hot you are, and we have all this money, and we're just her like, face is so fuck. beautiful, beautiful. Like I look in the mirror, and I'm like, God damn it! Why couldn't I have just gotten like I something? Know, but you know who's Alicia? Van- you know who? You know who's Alicia Vikander? You are who? Paul's. Okay, you know what? That's really sweet to say, and I always wonder, like. Does Paul look at me and see something different than I see? Like, does he see a beautiful woman? That's so crazy to me. Like, I could look so different to him. You're so cute. My God, that's so sweet. Like, when people tell me they, my hoobs, 
Yeah, he loves them. My hoobs? I said my- boobs. <laughs> I said boobs. I, are you calling them hoobs? I'm calling them hoobs. I, well, I have a hooba stink poster. I thought you were talking about he loves my hooba stink poster. Oh, I'm sure he loves that too. He doesn't you, really love What them. song do they sing? <laughs> I don't even <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I do. Um, don't they sing like, I'm not a perfect person. person. No, that's Simple Plan, isn't it? Or is that hooba stink? I don't know. We'll, anyway. We'll get back to you guys. Who's your favorite Batman? I'm, I'm going to go with Michael Keaton only because... Like he's the original? Like he just like... When I was... I saw that movie and I was like way too young and I was just like... I like his I haven't lips. seen it since I was too young. The women in all of these movies... See, here's the thing. In Batman Forever, Dr. Chase Baritti and Nicole Kidman, she did oh not God. do it for me though. Oh, like she was like... I had a cutout picture of her hanging in my room from that movie. But like, did because you, you wanted to fuck her or because you wanted to look like her or what? I didn't want to look like her. I thought that she was so hot. The she's whole the movie, she's wearing like a sexy gown like always like no matter what she was doing like however watching it recently like her character is over it's like in this like time that we live in it's hard for me to set aside like how gross the men are like it's like that relationship yeah like her whole point like she just was like so obsessed with batman and like she was like throwing herself at him and he was like, had the upper hand and he was like, so like, she loves me and I'm going to fuck her when I want. And yeah. it was just like, gross. It's like, that's just gross. It's also like a therapist should never want to fuck you. That's what I, I, I mean. Wanna, okay. Should they? You do. Yeah. <laughs> I go to a woman and she's like a mom. So like, I don't have, I don't get that. I don't get any like sexual energy. Well, like if her. one thing led to another, but like, <laughs> if one thing led to another, I'd like a mom's wine night. Like, yeah, of course we and would. If it wasn't zoom, like <laughs> if it wasn't on zoom, I'm, and I'm just like licking the screen. No, I can't go see a doctor. I can't go to any. Okay. I'm going to say something. I had a gynecologist that I went to for many years and I loved his bedside manner because he always made me feel very comfortable before he was a gynecologist. He was an actor. So I feel like he carried that with him a sort of (laughs) anyway, one time he performed a breast exam on me while I had my like black lace bra on. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he's like, your bra is beautiful. And then reached his hand (laughs) into my breast and just like, felt more like a boyfriend than a doctor do you remember the movie spanglish when he like reaches his hand down her bathroom yes. and goes chugga chugga yeah it was kind of like, like that. that it was like a chugga it was like a chugga and like the nurse <clears throat> had just left the room and i was like i don't know if this is right so i feel like that's all right so you're a straight man you're sexually attracted to female organs and body parts so like and i get it listen i'm not accusing anybody of anything but like how do you set us how do you like um separate it and that's how i feel about like urologists like so you went to school and you were like i want to study the dick i love dicks joel schumacher well he probably is he was either he was like i'm gonna be a urologist no i love film i'm gonna combine it and make batman yeah there has to be some sort of like right it's a little weird to me it's like why do you want to see a pussy so much so like day in and day out you just want to see pussies and then when you go home to your wife's are you like oh i can't even look at another fucking vagina yeah and are you like oh i saw a better one today or yeah then are you like oh that looks a little 
you should get that looked at. Paul used to always get a little upset because he'd be like, oh, I noticed that you've waxed or you've shaved your vagina. Do you have a gynecologist appointment coming up? And I'm like, sure do. I go into my doctor looking like I have never groomed anything. And like, I go into my doctor like disgusting. Like I go in head to toe groomed. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Mine's like, I, yeah, I guess because it's like a guy, like I don't. Well, like, and then I realized I needed to change doctors when I started putting like scented lotion, like on my inner thighs before my fucking doctor's appointment. You put like Astroglide on your. (laughs) I I just like pre-lubed myself. One time he gave me like a little kiss on the cheek and like nuzzled into my neck and goes, he goes, you smell delicious. But that was like his bedside manner. Okay. So your teacher's humped your the air in front of your face yeah your, your gynecologist made out with your neck and then said that you smell delicious mm-hmm. i did it's starting to sound like maybe your boundaries are a little as i grow older now i'm <laughs> i've put up more boundaries and realized like you have to remember all of this happened before me too so when this was going on i, was I know like, that you're saying that like kind of are you saying that like kind of in a joking manner because like it's very true no, I'm, I'm being, oh, no, yeah. it's I'm being a hundred percent. I'm being sincere. Like until about three years ago, if men did that, you were supposed to take it as a compliment. And I would sometimes be like, depending on my mood, if a guy was like, smile, I'd be like, fuck you. But right. most of the time, if it was like, especially a male in like a power position, like my gynecologist looking at my vagina, like I wanted him to compliment me and think I'm pretty like, why like and so i've switched all female doctors all female masseuse like i don't want any male energy around me because men are so disgusting and toxic i have learned so much in the past three years it's like i can't even cut like and i never thought about feminism like full disclosure like i never even thought about it why would you i get it like i went through life thinking Obviously, like women should make the same amount, but like I never gave it any like like thought or anything. But in the last three years, it's like such a major difference in my mentality. Like I can't watch a movie without thinking about it. I can't watch a TV show. I can't listen to a song. It's like it's, it's so always different. it's so different. I'm I mean, and that's I'm so happy this has happened, and like that is so important, and it's so important for guys to realize like I can't go for a jog. I can't I know. like when I, when I go to public, sometimes I have to park on the top level. And if that happens, I have my key in my hand, like holding it as a weapon. I mean, like these are things that guys never have to think about. I know it's so weird. Like it's, <clears throat> and it's really, it's like no offense to you. Cause you're a white guy, but you're like mm-hmm. the only person that doesn't ever have to think about like how other people perceive you. Right. Like my trainer, Chris, he is a black man and we always have conversations about how he's like, when I'm walking down the street, like at nighttime in New York and there's like a, a woman walking towards me. Cause he's like, he's really big and he's a trainer. So he's like really buff. And he's like the least threatening person you could ever talk to. He's like the biggest sweetheart, but he is physically imposing Yeah, and not, not because of his skin color. He's physically imposing because he's like six, three and jack as fuck, but also he's a black man. And so he's like, I, if I see a woman coming kind of like it near my direction, I cross the street to make her feel safe. And also because like, you just never know. Like you just, I just cry. You know, I just try to avoid it. And it's like, you I would started, never um, have to think about that. No, never. And never. I just start. So 
but now what I do, like I just started, not just started, but I've been walking like on this path in Providence and there's always like young women walking. And every time we're like, I'm walking by them. I almost like feel like I need to be like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Like you're fine. I'm not, it's, I'm not looking at you for any reason. I'm just, you're good. Yeah. But then like, that's creepy. So then it's like, it's, there's no good way. To I be also work now. with like, no, there, I mean, I also work with a lot of like young boys of color and they are like, so aware of like what's going on. It's like heartbreaking. So and there's like nothing sad. I can say. I know it's like so sad. It's fucking crazy, man. It's like, all you can do is just like, try to like support the people that are in your life and try to help them. And if you, see I don't even something- care if they don't do their job. Like, I'm like, if you need me, you're fine. Like, come get me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I love you. I think I love you. Like, you're <laughs> I think so I love cute. you. I want to protect you. No, I'm not kidding. Like, I like want to hug them. And like HR is like, Zach, you can't keep hugging the young boys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have to show them like, that no, I'm there is love. Them. That I love these boys. I love these it's young true. boys. It's so true. It's really tough out there. It's like, it's like, so I will not crazy. I won't hurt you. That, I mean, I feel really bad for guys that are good guys because I do feel like now you're getting lumped into like the all men suck thing. But I know, but it doesn't matter because like you have people in your life that know you don't suck. It's not because people who say like who who do believe that aren't actual people who are just going to look at a man and be like, that guy sucks. They might. They might. But then those people are people that you don't really like. I mean, if you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, at the end of the day, I'm still a white man. And like people are still going to give me privilege, whether I whether you want it or not. Yeah, that's what I mean. So except for tonight at McDonald's, except for tonight at McDonald's, where you were treated like a woman or a minority. Yeah, you were treated lesser than. So you getting only a six piece chicken nugget when you wanted a 10 piece is really that's how women feel and minorities feel all the time. I mean, women, women are a six piece chicken nugget. Minorities are a four piece chicken nugget. That's like white men are 10 piece. White men are when McDonald's released that like that 50 piece chicken nugget. And they're fluffy, thick, hot out the fryer later chicken nuggets. When those chicken nuggets are hot out and crisp, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? And name, the fries, a, name a better food. There isn't one. There's not. And one. I'm not going to apologize for liking McDonald's anymore. You shouldn't have to. You anymore. if you want to treat your body like a shitty, like a shitty piece of shit that you just that's throw. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Treat your body the way you want to fucking treat it. It's 2021. Yeah, like a bitch ass. Like a bitch like ass a dumpster, ass bitch. like a little fucking dumpster. Yeah. Treat your body like the cum dumpster that you want to be. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's it. It's so great. It's I know because, you know, all right, let's get back to what the fuck <laughs> you guys, I we don't like, know. I don't know how it started. I don't know how that, that spiral just started, but I hope that you guys appreciate some. <laughs> guys, I don't know ever if anybody's since, here. Ever since Ian came on, like we get serious. I know. I think this is a new serious show where we we delve into a serious topic for like a minute. That was like 28 minutes. Okay, um, it's fine. Do you think at the end of the movie when the scientists are like rescued kind of by Bruce Wayne and they're dropped off on the side of that rocky ledge on the cliff, are they still there? That's a great question because we don't know what happened to them. Remember, he was just like, bye. And they bye. were like, thank you, Batman. I'm glad you're not dead. And they were like literally left on the side of a cliff. Well, you know what? You can lead a horse to water. So they've got to get home. It's time to climb. 
I made sure you weren't dead. Now you've got to do the rest. I can't like I've done, I've done everything He's, I can. Do. Honestly. And I, I, I wrote George Clooney gave one and a half fucks while making this movie. He was visibly pissed to be there. And that's the thing. Like I, I like Christian Bale and like, I like that we got to learn more about Bruce Wayne. I think we needed to, because like this Bruce Wayne, he gave us g- g- girl, give us nothing. What the fuck was that performance? There was just nothing there. Like it was the most phoned in performance. And it's like, listen, honey, like you're getting paid a lot of money for this. Like you need to give us a little bit more. You know what was worse than his performance? The sideburns on Chris O'Donnell. Okay. Everybody's hair. Paul made a really good note about this movie. And he said every, he goes, everybody at this time had to have that hair. Either Chris I O'Donnell's hair or yeah. the Julie or the Julius Caesar hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like that's what you had. All the boys on nine hundred two and had those sideburns. What was the what the fuck was the deal? With Remember, those there was like a fifties resurgence where like guys were wearing like white t shirts and cuffed yeah. jeans and like Chuck Taylors. Yeah, I did like a couple swing dance classes. Yeah. <gasps> Remember when swing dance was huge? What was that band? The Brian Seltzer Orchestra. Seltzer Orchestra. What was that song? Um, was it like Voodoo Daddy? <laughs> was it? Guys, if We're you gonna guys swung dance, swing dance, whatever. If you swanged back in the I day. I remember going to Disney World in the 90s and in, do you remember Pleasure Island? Yeah. There was like swing dancing all over those streets. <laughs> like, I feel like the 90s was just like a fever dream, like truly a fever dream. So bizarre. The president was getting blowjobs in the Oval Office. He was sticking, he was sticking cigars into girls' pussies and letting it dry and smoking pussy juice vapors (laughs) later. And we knew it and we knew about it. And we were just like, like that was, that was the nineties. That was the nineties. It was just like, and then he's like, I'm going to play saxophone. I'm going to stick cigars up girls' pussies. Like it was a crazy time. Such a weird time. I loved the 90s. Me too. Stick. I mean, we talked about Stick Stickly. Like, that was huge. How about Alicia Silverstone? Every time she did a kick, she was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who told her to do karate noises? Okay. They also, like, this was so fucked up. But remember when this movie came out and all the headlines were like, that girl, more like fat girl. I, like, don't remember that. But I know that she was called fat. And that's, like, so crazy she's totally fine and healthy she's 21 years old and i'm 35 but like she was so hot in that movie yeah like i don't know what these people were talking paul was like paul was like sloan it was the 90s you couldn't you couldn't weigh anything like you weren't allowed to i know you had to to look like um jennifer aniston and like parker posey i love parker posey you had to look like you were you were maybe gonna die at any moment yeah and you were like smoking cigarettes and not wearing bras and like Oh, like Winona Ryder, just like smoking yeah. cigarettes, like no bra, but like, just like, and they all had those like huge, like those big, huge perky tits on those little tiny bodies. And like such good jeans. Like, I mean, like, like J-E-A-N-S. Every yeah. jean from the nineties was just like, I just how did they one, fit like that? How does it look on you? Do you look like Winona Ryder? I think I look cool in them, but like. Zach, I'm really, out. I'm really gonna need you to put them on and, and send me a I picture. Will. There's a Zara like near where I work, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go into that kid place 
where all the kids buy their jeans. Like that kid plays Zara. <laughs> or were you in Zara Kids? <laughs> no, Zara Kids is amazing. I wish I could shop at Zara Kids because I like their clothes better than the Zara clothes. I do too. Their outfits are fucking amazing. I know. There. Zara Kids is amazing. It's We're really unfair. Zara. <laughs> I wish. It's <laughs> really unfair. <laughs> I'm also one of those people that like my body proportions are so strange and like I cannot. Mine are too. I can't buy things from Zara. I can't like buy anything from those stores. They well, the never only reason me. I could buy these is because they're called the loose fit. <sighs> I'm sorry. So like tight in my waist and like loose on my legs. <laughs> it's like a really, it's like a, like a kind of like a triangle shape. It's just, and, it's, and then they're like tapered in the, it's. I understand. Zach, you don't have to talk to me about jeans. It's a lot. I, I tried um, to put on a pair of jeans the other day from pre-quarantine. That why would a, you do that? I, I didn't, I didn't know. To be honest, if you quarantine kicked me into like a weight loss regimen. Well, that's really nice for you. Quarantine kicked me into making sourdough bread every day. And... Well, first I gained 15 pounds in two okay. weeks. Yeah. Well, cause and we ate like, all of our Whoa. food. Cause we ate everything. We bought all the stuff that we ate everything. I was like, I need six boxes of Cheez-Its, 14 bags of Cadbury mini eggs. All we like, had, all we had was junk food. We were like, we we're gonna have to live off of. This. I was like, it's cute. It'll, it's two weeks. I can eat whatever I want. I'll watch movies and eat junk food. And then the two weeks were over, and I was like, wait, we're still in lockdown. It got. That's when. That's when things took a turn for me. And I that's was like, me too. Yeah, me too. We're like, back well, to like the depressing. I know. Why are you talking okay. about COVID? What's I don't know. So us? something for some reason, like I'm obsessed with like the ages of actors, right? So yeah, and we were always like saying, who would you cast today? Yes. Now, here's go. the thing. Yes, tell me. George Clooney. So all the Batman were between the ages of 31 and 38. Okay, so, which is like kind of weird, right? You're like, who would be cast today? There's no actor that's doing that. But what's his name is doing it. Who, you know, Robert, Robert Pattinson? Pattinson? Yeah, he's our age. I love Robert Pattinson. Do you I'm think a he's Pat- gonna, I know, me too. I grew my hair Such out when Twilight actor. came out so it would look like his. Oh I didn't even like Twilight, but I just was like, he's so cool. He is cool. He's such a good actor. Have you ever seen the movie Good Times? I don't know. No. I oh, you, so. I mean, I know that you like love actually good films. Watch Good Times. It's fucking, okay. it's fucking good as hell. Okay. So keep going. Do you have more to say about the ages? Well, that was, no. So I thought that it was just interesting that we always say that there's no actor in those age ranges that they can do again. And I, I'm just curious to see what he's going to do. But now I feel like even though- So Christian Bale was only 31 when he started making those Batman movies. I truly have no idea how old anybody looks or (laughs) is. Like to me, Robert Pattinson, even though I've seen him in so many things and I don't think of him as Twilight, I do still think of him as like a teenager. Yeah, like in Harry Potter- yeah, I don't. Oh, I'm really excited to see Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I think that's going to be very yeah. interesting casting. That's I'm it's a to really see. good cast in that movie. I'm excited. When I found out that was Colin Farrell, yeah, playing um, the Penguin, I was like, "What?" I know, and I'm wondering, like, are they rap? Are they like looping in with the shitty DC things that are happening now? I don't think so. I think it's like another like like the Joker was like sort of. Can they like calm the fuck down though? Like, can they take a break? <laughs> okay, I have. Um, a how lot... about when we auctioned off women, the women in that movie when they were I... auctioning off women? That was another thing of the '90s where always they were auctioning off dates or kisses like all the time in movies yeah. and shows. We auctioned off a lot of kisses back in the '90s. What was that? I don't know. Do you ever have to, have to like kiss anybody at like like a school fair? No. <laughs> Me neither, no. but I remember no. like there was like, always like 
it was always an auction, a woman auction. I know. And you'd like buy them for a date. Like it was a trade, like some sort of like Ugh. date trade. I know. It's Fucking gross. disgusting. Okay. Anyway. And we accepted it so open arms. Like we were like, yeah. Oh yeah. Women woman. auctions. Oh, yeah. Well- <laughs> I mean, I feel like with your background at Amistad, you should have you should have stood up for us and been like, I know this is wrong. I've seen I've seen history being made and I know where these women are headed. (laughs) And you said nothing because of your white male privilege. You said nothing. All right. Let's go into some of the questions because my phone's on one (laughs) percent. Well, Shauna, she's like the queen of, she always comes with the hot facts. Okay. Shauna P says, Poison Ivy was 1000% a queer awakening character. Yes. This movie was a queer movie. Yes. Julie MJ, 1986, so she is of our age, says, Chris O'Donnell is a bad actor, right? Love you. Know, yeah, he probably is, but like he was cute and he. I feel like he did his job. Yeah, bad actor. Yeah. Though. Jenny Myra says, "Who gave Uma permission? Who gave Uma the permission?" We did. She didn't <laughs> need, need it. She doesn't fucking need permission. We needed it. Meg Plus or Meg, sorry, Meg Pool says the whole costume design casting atmosphere of this movie is god tier. Okay, is. I mean it really is. Oh, that damn Eric said, "Did Bruce Wayne have dendrophilia, the sexual attraction to plants?" Yeah. Clearly, they both he also did. wanted to know how many ice cold freezing puns there are, and Zach said 37. 37. And then, lastly, Mel Bros wants to know who would you cast as a hotter Batman and Robin duo? Hard to top oh. Looney O'Donnell. Okay, let's oh, think. That's exciting. You know, I love a recast. I know. Well, Michael Fassbender's Batman. That is Holy such shit. That's such good casting, Zach. Jessica Chastain as Cap- as Poison Ivy and him as Batman. And then Holy Robin. Fuck. Robin, let me think. Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> gotta throw him in. You gotta give Chalamet a bone. He He's needs so it. cute. He so is cute. cute. I feel like for, and you know what? I, I do feel like Robin does kind of need. <laughs> Niall Horan? Oh, you know. <laughs> Harry Styles, anybody from One Direction. Yeah. Gigi Hadid's baby. <laughs> Jackson, Jackson, Britney's baby. Oh my God. Ocean, Ocean Lala Kent's baby, Ocean. Ocean's cute. And not the name, but like no, no, no. Yeah, the yeah. idea. Oh my God. How mad is Jax right now? Jax is at home, like so fucking mad. That Cruz is the number one guy in the group. Just like want to know if he's like, when are you going to lose the weight, Brit? I hate that. I hate both of them like so much. I've never hated. I've never turned. I hope we get blocked by them. I would love to be blocked by them. Everyone gets blocked by them. If you're listening to this, Jackson, Brittany, we hate you. (laughs) We fucking hate your guts. Unless you want to be on the show, in which case, oh, totally. Um, Come on. Zach (laughs) Mount. Where fucking messes. I mean, I have I don't think I have anything else to say except for this was a feminist queer awakening. Timothy Chalamet. I think that's great casting. Talk about the close-up on the dick on that movie. We would it would have to be an IMAX. It Vin Diesel as Mr. Freeze. (laughs) That's actually like really brilliant. Who could be the penguin? I want like another fat Danny DeVito kind of penguin. (laughs) Jack Black? 
How are you so good at this? I am a casting director. You like really are like, honestly, I know I said this before, but I, whenever I have to think of any person's name, it is like Billy Eichner, like name a woman, name any woman. And I'm like, I've never, I've never met a person before. You're like, I don't Vivica know. A. Fox. <laughs> I'm like, um, Tony, Tony Shaloub as Batman. <laughs> Tony Collette. <laughs> what if we did to- like a Tony, Tony. Have you ever seen, <laughs> Have you ever seen? It's not funny at all. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Have you ever seen the movie with Tony Collette? The scary movie, Hereditary. Yes, yes, of course. That's like my one of my favorite guys. We have a we gotta, really scary like Halloween. I think we're. For you I think guys. we're gonna like have to do like two a week. For two Halloween. a week. I know. We well, we're, we we're gonna be full time podcasters by then. That's so true. That's, we'll have so much time, and we can start September. Yeah, I feel like we can do September. We can even After probably the go summer into blockbuster early. Blockbuster series. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Our summer blockbuster series is going to be lit. Huge. Talk about blockbuster. It is going to be a Will Smith extravaganza. Oh my god! Wait until we'll just give you a hint. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> I think everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> is it Men in Black or Independence Day? <laughs> That gives me chills. You have, oh my God, my, I literally, my computer just said, are you playing music? When I started humming that, that's how good I am at humming. Honestly, it was like really beautiful. We, we should have just like, maybe you do the score of all of the podcasts. Of all the, yeah. You could, sure. if you wanted to, if you have the time. I, I mean, yeah. I have, I like, do have time because like, I don't have a kid. Yeah. I mean, I have a kid. It's fucking annoying. I don't Is have anything else. kid? Yeah, oh my god, why I am I acting? Okay. No, it's fine. I, I can't do okay. this again. I can't, I, I can't, I can't have another He's child. He's got like only child vibes already, so I feel like you should let it be. It's like <clears> I know <throat> that an only child is just it's just so a monster. It's a monster, but it's His like future you guys, spouse is gonna be like you fucking assholes. Yeah, like it's gonna be bad, but like here's the thing. I can't go through this again. It's 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 too much. I'm not gonna do it again. It's our it's planet fine. is dying. Uma Thurman didn't win. Poison Ivy didn't save our earth. And I'm not interested in raising. I'm not, I'm not going to bring another kid to this planet. That's just going to go have to live underneath like our overlord, Elon Musk and Grimes on Mars in 30 years. Like, why am I doing that to a kid? That's fucked up. I know it's enough. It's fine. So anyway, that's fine. Um, So anyway, you guys next week, if all goes according to plan, we're going to go, we're going to slide right off of Batgirl right into Blast from the Past. It's a yes. double Alicia Silverstone feature, and we're bringing back King, King of our Fraser. hearts. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Yep. Fraser. We've all been saying it wrong. It's funny to me because a lot of people say it wrong, but they also spell it wrong. But the wrong spelling is the right pronunciation. Do you know what I'm Cor- saying? Yeah, correct. It's like F, a lot of people spell it F-R-A-Z-I-E-R, which is the pronunciation, but spelling's yeah. off. And you know what? I, I'm i going to say something controversial on our Brendan Fraser podcast. Wait, Fraser. Oh. <laughs> I feel like he hasn't released like a thank you note or statement about the praise you he's guys, received. Like, okay. There's no. Okay, oh, hey, guys. The other coincidence was that last week, we brought up the obscure 90s action-adventure romance, Six Days, Seven Nights. Did we not? We did. Then I go to rent, not rent because, it, no, I went to go fucking rent Van Helsing. <laughs> and guys, on Apple's charting, 
top movies is all of these new movies that people are watching and Six Days, Seven Nights. That is now, fucking weird. The first week that we started this podcast, all of a sudden, Brendan Fraser blows up. The mummy's <laughs> everywhere. There's bumper stickers. There's shirts. Brendan's all over. He's trending on Twitter. Now you're telling me that the the days after I mentioned Six Days, Seven Nights, it's trend. It's like t- charting on Apple. It's like, I feel like it's like an obscure Who's listening movie? to this? Who's, who's listening wa- to this? Who's watching Six Days, Seven Nights? But it's like there has to be someone of power listening to. Are you listening to this, Joe Biden? <laughs> it's like the Illuminati is like tuned Who's the fuck in. Let me ask you one quick question about Six Days, Seven Nights. Because I, I watched it over lockdown, so go. Okay, I did too. How badly do you want to eat a maraschino covered roasted peacock? <laughs> you know what I thought you were going to say? What? How badly do you want to stick your hand down Anne Heche's pants? I do want to. That was so erotic when you're like watching that as a kid. Their chemistry in that film is honestly off the charts. I know, but wasn't it so, wasn't that whole movie so sexist? The whole movie is the most crazy mess. The fact that he's just sticking his hand out her pants and she's supposed to like it. And she's like, she's oh, like oh, 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 oh. I mean... <laughs> Harrison it's Harrison Ford. Ford's like calloused hands like oh he she he he pulled his hand out and she was yeah. just just ripped up like a cheese grater down there that's the hand you want on you yeah I want I want to fuck Harrison Ford so badly guys someday we will do it um an Indiana Jones <laughs> someday we will fuck Harrison Ford someday we will fuck and Harrison on Ford. one of our live anything shows, we say happens on this podcast so like say whatever the fuck you want I want to be able to eat as many chocolate chip cookies as I want and not gain any weight. I want to wake up without neck pain. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm 34, so I know it's too late for me. It's only going to get worse. I know. How long have we been recording? Six days, seven nights. Six days, seven nights. (laughs) Oh my God. Who is this for? People, people, listen, people like it. This was a weird episode. My sister told me that on the last episode or two episodes ago when I was like, when you were like, who's listening to this? What are they doing? Have they turned it off? And I said, Zach, they have this on in the background while they're doing other shit. They're tuning in and out. And my sister said, I was literally like washing my face and folding laundry while you said that. Like I was not even tuned in. Someone said they were listening to us on an entire three hour car ride. How could they do that to them? If you're listening to whoever said like, that was the sweetest review. Yeah. Guys, Whoever we read every are, review and definitely send review. them back and forth. And we're like, oh my God. You guys are like the nicest. So nice. Most thoughtful, sweet. You're like you're all saying the most thoughtful things. It's not just like cool podcast guys. It's like the most detailed, kind things. And you're and all like, so sweet. And like. So sweet. And like none of my friends have left reviews. With friends, are you listening? You know, you're not listening. Are you listening? They're not. Are your friends listening? Yes, I will make them. So that's really sweet because I don't think I might any of my friends listen to this. I told them that they didn't have to. I was like, I'll never expect you to. So like, don't listen if you don't want to. But like, then I'm like looking at them like this. Like, but you're like, but, but did you listen? But did you listen? Like, yeah. Then every time I say like, did you listen? Like, I've dropped my friend Becky's name three times on every show. And, and where is she? It's interesting to me that she hasn't brought it to my attention. So uh, that's an Easter egg for our friendship. And I'll be discussing it with her very shortly. And then my cousin sent me like the sweetest text message. 
Seamus? Seamus, if you're listening, that was like the sweetest text message. It made, it was like so emotional. Seamus, that was so cute. My aunt told us, and Zach and I both have an aunt Joy that we both do love your aunt Joy. Oh my God. I love her. But I'm we call in New England, we say aunt. Aunt. Well, I'm obsessed with my aunt yeah. Joy. My aunt Joy does live in New England. So like we're going to, Zach and I are going to see each other this summer. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to do an, a live show. Live. Should we, should we like do like a, are you trying to ask if we should do like a show and invite no, people? Like at the Orpheum? No. <laughs> <laughs> so come down to the Orpheum in Boston and like watch our show. I was at work the other day, yesterday, like, te- like frantically texting in a group chat with Ian and Sloan. Voice and I'm notes. like, voice notes. I'm like listening in the middle of work. I'm like, te- I'm literally doing the biggest project at work and I'm just stopping down on my tracks to listen to voice notes about. Like nothing practical magic and then my boss goes who were you texting and i literally dead pan look her in the face and go it's work <laughs> and like now i was at work talking to my like to my boss she was like i'm confused she, she literally looked at me like what the fuck are you talking about like and then You're just like, walked another away work. Like, this i was is like it's work. work i know it's like people don't realize it's work that, that i don't get paid for you idiot <laughs> It's like work that I spend 20 hours on a week like, and make no money from. Like, so. yes. Could I be doing my job that I get paid for? Yes. But no, I'm going to do the job that I don't get paid for. No. We, but I enjoy. I enjoy this so much. <clears throat> I was like really sad that we had to wait this long to speak. So it was so bizarre. It was hard for me. Like, this is a really important time of my life. So I'm glad that we got it. I have like, I, I have nothing left to give to you tonight. I know. I feel like we've exhausted our limits tonight. So I mean, what obviously, we thank you so much all for listening. Where can anyone find you? They can find me on Instagram at I am Sloan Steel and at Oh My Erotica. And mm-hmm. if you're in Los Angeles, please check out my business that just opened at In the Madcap Motel. Um, it's an immersive theater experience and it's filled with magic and wonder. And will it's you be quite going? Time. I will be going. I'm going to go out in like a few weeks. Um, mm. So, yeah, if there's any fans mm. that want to shake my hand or kiss my ring, yeah. you know, just calm down. Anyway, Zachy, where can they find you? At Zach Mellon on Instagram, Z A C H M E L L E N. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I always say, like, you can listen find to your me playlist on Apple Music if you want. Okay. Well, I'm going to remember to find Or Letterboxd, the app about movies. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's a letterbox account where it's just like funny letterbox, like dark letterbox. Do you know about that? There's no. a Twitter account. I'm gonna send it to you offline. Okay, we'll please offline do. This. Um, all right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I love you guys so we much. We love you, you like all. so much. We really Seriously, love like you, you make me smile like all day long. All day. We just and, like, like think about you. Yeah. Like if you're listening to this, someone made me cry. I am overwhelmed by the support. Like there's 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 51 reviews, and one of them is a one star from has it my been? dad. How long, like we, how long have we been doing this? Yeah. A month. month. Yeah. And like, it's really people I don't know that are like listening to this. I know. I literally texted Sloan a review and said, do you know this person? Because it was like too nice. It was like so So nice. nice. You guys. Someone said that I have a deliciously pronounceable name, which like I've always been self-conscious about pronouncing my name. I love your name. Just like, I don't know why. I, I, it's just. Our, Every time at Starbucks, when they're like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "Zach," and they're like, "What?" They're like, "Jeff." 
<laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? No, not even, not even close. No. One time I got a Starbucks cup and they called me slime. Oh my God. Like Nickelodeon. I had green hair at the time. So, okay, fine. But okay, it was kind of mean. Anyway, well guys, anyway, thank you thanks so, much. so much. We just truly love you and we can't get enough of you and we want to be your friends. So just, you know, DM keep us. The if compliments you, coming. Yeah. Keep them coming. It feeds us like we're main ads and we need your compliments or else we die. So thank you so much. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Freeze. Freeze. Ice. Freeze. Ice. Winter. Five. Frozen. Ice. Freeze. Winter. Ice. Ice. Freeze. Winter. Winter. Freeze. Cold. Shut up.